Hey, y'all. What's going on, Life Her listeners? I'm telling y'all, this interview you're about to listen to is so amazing. I was in Miami, Florida during the Super Bowl weekend, and it was nothing but positivity going on. And one of my interviewers that's coming up is Teresa Bow. She has a movement called Don't Touch Me. You're going to hear more about it on this show. And also, her and her husband have a show that is currently airing right now on own TV called Love Goals. So tune in right now. Enjoy. Hey y'all, this is Life Her Podcast. I'm here with Teresa Bow. How are you? I am great. That's good. So tell me a little bit more about Don't Touch Me. Oh my God, Don't Touch Me is a movement that I started. I was molested at 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And I went on a show for the OWN Network that airs March, uh, March 7th of this year. And we talked about childhood trauma. And I never told anyone about being molested, but what I learned from that show is that 98% of people keep it a secret the rest of their lives or whatever, unless something comes or whatever. But it was an amazing movement from the show, and I decided to speak about it now, use my voice, speak up, and let people know that just because it happened is not, you know, a downer in your life, that you can still move forward and you can use your voice to actually help other people. So don't touch me. From that, I wrote a children's illustrated book called My Mommy's Boyfriend, because that's who was my, you know, the predatory experience was from my mommy's boyfriend, unfortunately. So I'm just educating the kids. Like, another statistic that I learned from this was 97% of kids are uneducated. That's why they fall victim. And once I found that out, it was like an aha moment. I was like, wow, that's why I fell victim. No one ever talked to me about being molested or, like, what to do if you are faced with that. So Right. It's an amazing, it's an amazing That movement. is amazing. Yes. I actually have a young girls program. Wow. And one of my girls last year recently, her father raped her. And it was a tough journey that I had to get her through. She's still battling it, but she getting through it, though. But, you know, another thing is that 98% of the victims are molested by someone they know. Yes, It's, that is it's hardly ever a stranger. That's the sad part. So, for me, once someone knows that this can happen mm-hmm. and it's very prominent it, it may happen one out of every five girls are molested before they turn 18 and this when i say girls I'm, it doesn't only happen to girls it happens yes. to boys too so i want to make that very clear because now that i speak it's like everyone's like yes. oh it's not just whatever so it happens to one out of five kids and me speaking up amongst other people speaking up and letting people know that they do not have to keep it a secret that mm-hmm. they should not keep it a secret and mm-hmm. that these people are criminals that they should be arrested yes. and dealt with it's gonna make it's gonna make um, a big difference. So how did you get through it? Well, I embedded myself in sports. I'm from New York. I'm the youngest of eight children. All of my sisters and brothers were pretty much older and out the house. And at that point in time, I decided to do track, badminton, volleyball, basketball, anything to get me out the house. And fortunately, I landed a full ride scholarship to Park University in Kansas wow. City, Missouri. That's and amazing. I freaking didn't even go visit the school. I just hopped on that plane and left. So I did tell my mom. She dismissed Mm -hmm. it. So it was like she didn't believe me. I was like, you know what? Let me just move on with my life and do what I got to do for Teresa. And it worked out. It panned out very well. Did you battle any challenges along the way? You know, I kind of put it behind me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't use it. I didn't let it, like, you know, hold me down or make me feel any way. But I did realize once we had children that that's when... You know, yeah. me knowing that molestation happens, that's when I, it kind of resurfaced. Wow. So my little daughter, I was just like over, I'm overprotective of her. You know, just knowing like all of these men, when you can't look at any one person and tell that this could happen from them. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't want anyone touching her, but it stemmed from that. Right. So 
what is a message that you can give young girls and women today that may be facing these challenges today? So what is something that you can tell them? I feel like they have to speak up. They have to use their voice. I mean, like when we're going through this as young children, we're silenced because we're told to keep it a secret. We're told we're going to get in trouble. We're told that we did something wrong. We're told all these things. And keeping it a secret is the worst thing that we can not only do for ourselves, but for these predators. Yes. It's like we allow them to go ahead and someone else falls victim because they got away with it one time. So if we speak up, I mean, immediately, mm -hmm. if your mom, your sister, your cousin, no one believes you, you, there's your school, there's other outlets that we can go to where it's safe places to where they have to, you know, help and reach out and just check the situation out. Wow. So I, I encourage every young person that hears this message to speak up, speak out. One person doesn't believe you, don't use it as a barrier to stop speaking or to stop mm -hmm. finding help. You have to, excuse me, find help and, you know, move forward from it. So what is your social media page and your website or anything that you have so someone could view everything that you have going on? Okay, I have a website. It's called Stop, Don't Touch Me. Um, on there is everything that I'm doing. It shows the entire movement. It shows the places that I've been to speak, just the people that I've helped. There's resources on there. If someone needs help and they don't actually want to speak to someone, it's like you can anonymously go through different places to seek help as well. Mm -hmm. um, but my social media is Miss82. Okay. And on there, it's like, it's my entire life. So I do okay. a woman of many facets. I do a lot of things. So this is one of many things. And it's like, I'm going full speed with this one because I oh, realized yeah. the impact that I'm making on Huge these children. Impact. And it, it feels good. This is something that feels good. So yes. it makes I'm going to have to try to get Crystal to have you come and yes. speak to my girls. It's amazing. I'm serious. It's like, you feel hopeless. You feel all of these things. And once you know that you meet somebody like myself that's been through it yes. and, and like you see strength. Mm -hmm. And you see that, wow, you know, it didn't stop her. She's not, you know, the odds of yes. the people that whatever. So it, it makes a difference. let it define you. You have to speak up. It's okay. You can't be embarrassed either. Right. That's the number one thing. We're embarrassed. I was embarrassed that after my mom didn't believe me. It was mm -hmm. embarrassment. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you know. Yes. So it works out. Okay. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. I You're appreciate welcome. it. You're welcome. <laughs>